I am Groot. There you go. I said it. You happy now? <laughs> Suck up. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, welcome to another episode of Hello Governor the Podcast. I'm Abdullah, and with me as always is Tom. And first of all, I would like to say sorry for the late um, for the late episode, but hey, the last episode was two hours long, so again. <laughs> I do apologize in advance. Yeah, a um, lot of lot of shit has happened, so please please bear with us. But for but good news is there hasn't been a lot of wrestling related news, so we're not going to talk about a lot of wrestling. So yeah. you know, for the people who hate us who hate us for talking a lot about wrestling for the first half hour of this thing, good good news for you because we're not going to talk about wrestling. Yeah. The only wrestling the only wrestling related news we're going to talk about is the WWE's new logo, which meh. It, it, we knew it was coming. It was yeah. <laughs> blatantly obvious. Like they changed the corporate jet, they changed logos on the merchandising, and we like, yeah, we know it's coming. Yeah, it's it's fucking ugly, but yeah, we know it's coming. And then they finally revealed the photo of Vincent Mann. Like, uh, like there's there's two funny pictures. There's like one of them is him actually holding up the look like he's holding up the sign that on the side of the building, and then the other one um, when he's standing behind it, he just like got his arm behind it, pointing towards it. You know what's really shocked me about the pictures, though? Vince, Vince is actually getting back his hair. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing that's worth talking about, me, per se. And also the 999 flag underneath the corporate flag. <laughs> like, yeah, we we know. Do we really have to talk more about this unless you have something to say? <laughs> can, can I just say that as much as I respect Vince, that, that suit was ugly. That that suit that he was wearing was it, fucking ugly. It wasn't, a, wasn't a bad color. It was just like who who chose out like like his shirt and tie and and belt and shoes. <laughs> it's again, it wasn't a bad suit. It was just everything else with it that looked horrible. <laughs> it's like I can wear whatever I want, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I will notice with Americans, they have a horrible taste when it comes to ties and shirts. I really do. I do not know why. It's like, what was it? Uh, Michael Cole always wearing those horrible ties on Raw. Yeah, Amer- <laughs> Americans have this sensation with horrible ties. I really do not know why. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much all our wrestling-related news. Uh, the reason I say this is because next week, you know, SummerSlam's going to, you know, well, tomorrow, SummerSlam is going to... The calm before the storm is the best way to put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And just just a, just a, a quick warning, guys. Next week, it's it's going to be a wrestling heavy show. So I, I'm sorry in advance because it's SummerSlam, and if you're a wrestling fan, you know that SummerSlam's a big deal, and we're going to have to talk about it in great detail. It's like the second biggest pay per view of the year, arguably. Yeah. And we're going to have to talk about it. We're going to talk about it and Raw, and we're going to go into great detail about it. And truth be told, there isn't like a lot of other news we're going to talk about, to be quite honest. So, you know, uh, anyway, um, in more depressing news, I'm sure everyone knows by now, you know, Robin Williams committed suicide, and it was uh, was probably one of the hardest things I had to uh, read that day. Yeah, it it sparked up off a whole chain of events and everything like that. and it's just like first it, the news broke that he passed away and then um, then we got the unfortunate news that it was him um, who committed suicide 
which is very it was hard it's a hard hearing that because like um so yeah he committed suicide it was I, I, I don't know it's just such a surreal thing the thing that he's gone it really is I, you know what's crazy what's that like I just I just realized that we're living in a world without Leslie Nielsen Michael Jackson and Robin Williams yeah that is that is messed and the thing was that he openly came and the the, the, the mad thing about this is that he has come out saying that he he did suffer from the depression and it's just one of those things that we're never going to know what again with many people who do commit suicide it's like why well why did they do it and i and i just feel personally i just like he he was a he was a he was a great he's just like he's not a great actor he's, he was a fantastic entertainer that's what he is he's like Sure, he did acting. He did acting, comedy, and drama. It was more than that. He was a stand-up as well. He he can entertain you in anything. That that was why he was so good. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's the thing, and it's like I don't understand how you watch interviews with him, and he comes out as a, as this happy guy, happy-go-lucky, very down-to-earth guy, and I don't understand why. <sighs> Again, it's. The depression thing, it, it, it happens, unfortunately, and it's just, it, it, people can't control it, it's a med- medical illness. And again, like, you know, recently his wife came out and said he was suffering from, par- you know, the first, yeah. stages of par- the first stages of Parkinson's, and I'm thinking to myself... That might have played into it, unfortunately. I, I'm, because I'm thinking to myself, you could have gotten help for that, because yeah. there are a lot of... There are a lot of research research labs that are dedicated to finding a cure for Parkinson's, and I'm just sad to see someone give up like that. Uh, I, I know, but again, we're again, it's just speculations, and yeah, like, it's just... again, 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 he's not the first person, famous person who to be diagnosed with Parkinson's. That's the thing. Um, it's just just sad to hear that. That was what his wife had to say, um, uh, um, had to come out with the news about that, unfortunately, um, so quite early early after his death. And this is what I mean. This, this, I, I said this once already um, to people. Um, um, I will remember, uh, and this, this was, again, it's, this is hard to speak about, but this is basically what I want to say. He will be remembered and loved by many. For, for many roles in comedy, stand-up he's done, drama, and everything else he's done, um, charity-wise, go and see the troops, and all that sort of stuff. That would mean he's an Oscar-winning, um, Oscar, he's Oscar-winning actor for, for his role in Goodwill Hunting, the best drama piece you will ever see him in. He's done many other brilliant roles as well, such as Good Morning Vietnam, um, Dead Post, um, Awakenings, um, The Fishing King, The uh, Bridal Case. He's done so many roles. And even with you and me, we grew up during the same era of our childhood during the 90s. So um, for us, it's like we remember him stuff from like Aladdin, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, Hook, and many other countless things he'd done during the 90s or early noughties. Um, But... Yeah, Robbie Williams, he will be missed by many. 
I will just say that um, it is crazy to think that one of the most influential actors of our time is no longer with us because, again, like you said, a lot of people remember him and because he's been doing movies for like a good three decades now and people know who he is and yeah. it's just it's crazy. That's what I mean. He started off in stand-up during the 70s and he got into acting around about the late 70s, early 80s, and he just kept going with it. That's what I mean. He's been doing it for such a long time. I'm not so sure when he officially got into acting, but he, he he started to get quite known towards the late um, towards the early um, late 70s, early 80s. He started to get known for his acting more more and more. His first ever acting role um, was Popeye. Oh yeah, yeah that was first... a, that was a that was a weird movie. Yeah, that was his first <laughs> ever feature film, and he even got a record saying that he he didn't like it, but he enjoyed every minute of it. That what he said. Never mind. He always put a hundred percent into whatever he does, and his improv was so amazing. Oh yeah, here's here's a funny story. Like um, Aladdin, half of that stuff was improvised by him. Yeah, like the, the reason. Like they rejected the the script for the Oscars because they said, well, half of it was improv- improvised by Williams, so yeah. we can't like. <laughs> yeah, because what happened was um, they gave him the script, he did it, and then he just said, oh, can I try a few things? And they went, yeah, because they, they knew he was in it, he knew he was an improv actor, and he improvised all the stuff they use, almost all the stuff they use from him is always improv stuff. Which is mind-blowing. Yeah, because again, those pop culture references, that was pr- probably just him. Yeah. You know, that, that that wasn't in the script, but that was probably him. And he was, God, he was so funny in that movie. Like I said, Aladdin is my favorite Disney movie of all time. Love that movie to death. And he was great in it. You know, like what, what more is there to say? Uh, just like I said, it's like he is a great loss. And again, it's like, I think again. I think for I noticed for a few people who grew up during the nineties. I noticed quite a few people during our childhood who everyone grew up during the nineties or eighties have seemed to be passing away now, unfortunately. And it's it's sad. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. It's like because cause like I said, I, this wasn't the first time I came on the show being depressed about an, an actor passing away. It was like, what was it, Casey Kasem passing away? That really got yeah. to me because like I. I grew, here's the thing. I grew up with these people, and and here's the thing. When you grow up with someone, they have an impact on you. Mm-hmm. Like there is no, you don't have to meet someone to for them to have an impact on you. That's the thing. Yeah. Because you grow up with someone, you watch them, and you get used to them. You know. That's why so many people consider like Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill to be the the, the definitive Batman and Joker because they grew up watching that cartoon. Yeah. You know, it's just. It's crazy, like it's just it's just crazy, like you know you grow up and then all these people that you grew up with are gone, and it's just it's sad it it really yeah. is as for me it's like it's like um the well again, I know it was happened at the end of last year, it was like jamie James Avery passing away as well, and again oh that like, i I had to like when that happened, I had to call you up and say, I need comfort because this is this hit me hard. Like it really hit me hard. Again, it just it happens, unfortunately, and it's just like, um, again, it's just like the pe- people are going to be missed. That's the thing. And uh, Roddy Williams, he's a fantastic. He was a fantastic 
um, act actor is like the best way. Um, if I had to describe, like I, again, I'm, I'm borrowing from someone else here, but um, if I had to describe Roddy Williams as like a cartoon per se, he sort of reminds me of like a Bugs Bunny in the sense um, that he was so quick and so witty with, with his comebacks. That's the thing, like. He would basically, if someone did something or something went wrong, he would have like like five five things to throw back at you to make a joke about it and make people laugh. Yeah, especially like in especially like in sets. Like I remember a lot of stories of of him screwing up uh, a take and then deliberately making someone laugh in the process yeah. by doing that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like um, there's a bit when he went to um, Ask, he went to Afghanistan when when the troops were. And what happened was he was doing a show and halfway through the show, everyone basically got up and basically had to turn away from him because they were, they were bringing down the flag and all the soldiers had, had to salute. Uh, he, 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 when they all turned around, he, he was like, oh, did I do something wrong and everything like that? And they basically, they said, no, we had to turn around. And, was, so, so, and he just made, he made, he made a joke about it, like just off the top of his head. <laughs> and I was like, he's... Again, it's like anyone who haven't seen um, seen any of his stand up, go and watch it. Because the thing is that he is funny, but he can capture you when you're listening to him because he's such a good storyteller. That's what I mean by he's a great entertainer. In many films. oh god, I I remember like him talking about porn in one of his um, oh. stand up and and <laughs> yes, I heard about this. <laughs> he he does a fantastic Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> oh god That's and it en- and it ends with i shit you not him doing him doing popeye getting a blowjob from Oliver. oh god <laughs> oh my god again and i when i watched that clip i, I just could not stop laughing because oh my god <laughs> yeah there was this um um, let's share another little story here. Um, there's this gorilla. Um, you probably heard this story. Um, this gorilla called Coco, the, and um, what? And it was taught how to do sign language and everything like that. And Robbie Williams um, was invited to meet this gorilla that learned sign language. And the problem, the thing was with Coco was that it, it was a it was a gorilla that was never happy. And he saw Robbie Williams, and it was happy. <laughs> and he basically just because it's so weird that basically this a human made this animal happy again. It's and then recently um, they 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 um, did a video when they um, told the gorilla that Ronnie Williams passed away, and it was like, and I'm like, well, the animal got really depressed, and I thought, how does that happen? It's like. You, you know, it's just like... It's, uh, it's just, it's just make... a crazy... It's just a, yeah. just a crazy situation yeah, all, he, all around. Yeah, he just like... He had that much... He, I don't know, there's something what I've, I've heard about him. Is he has this sort of energy to him. He always put effort into anything he does. Yeah. It's just... It's... The whole thing is just crazy. And I, and I think that... And and here's the thing, like I will always remember him from his movies and his stand up, but not for you know his personal life because again, that's 
that's not that's not the image I want to I want him to go out when no. I go out with that that I want it I want to remember him as the guy who made me laugh as a kid who made me you know like comedy and drama at the same time and 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 say hey it's okay to do both you know yeah and 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 not and not change who you are by doing you know both 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 genres you know mm-hmm. yeah. it's just it's just insane but yeah. again it's no this is depressing but again it's it's we kind of need to talk yeah, about I, it because it's just you know. yeah I just I just have one final word to say it's like um, Rod Williams um, you've been loved by many you made so many people laugh cry and just filled with joy and you will be missed by many yeah Anyway, m- moving on to um, happier news. Uh, new Sonic Boom trailer. Hooray! <laughs> so yeah, I just I seen I seen the artwork. I seen the video recently, and I'm I feel so bad because I feel like I'm falling into that trap like many other Sonic fans. The cycle, rinse, repeat cycle. You know which one I'm talking about when it comes to the video. Yeah, games? you get like, your hopes up. Oh my god. Oh my god, a new Sonic trailer. Sonic is finally good again. And then when it comes out, you're like, god damn it. Yeah. So <laughs> close. You maniacs. You blew it up. God, what was it? Um, Sonic Lost World, when that came, when that first trailer came out, everyone was like, oh my god, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And then it came out and was like, what is this? <laughs> no. Oh my. I... This is what I'm going to say about it. Again, everyone seemed to just be ripping into this. And I'm just like, guys, chill. It's all cool, man. You know? It's it's going well. It looks good. Looks as good as a Sonic game can be these days, to be quite honest. Yeah, I, I know. And then everyone's like, you know... Everyone's like going mad and crazy about this. Like, oh, is this the Sonic I grew up with? And I'm like, well, so you basically mean um, a full different disappointment and empty pro- promises then. <laughs> I, I, like, it's, it's coming from a fan. Isn't this like what the Sonic franchise is right now? Like, everyone gets their hopes, hopes up, the game finally comes out, they play it, and then it's like, well, that was that was a good... Thirty bucks wasted. Well, this what this this what I mean. It's when it comes to the Sonic games. Um, again, it's like someone said said this to me. Said, "Well, oh, can you name ten good Sonic games?" And I was thinking it over, and I'm not gonna lie. And I'm a, one of the and you know me. I'm a huge, huge Sonic fan. And I'm not gonna lie. I struggled. I struggled to try to name ten Sonic games off my head. And um, this this is why I got so much faith in this game. It's because it's not Sonic Team. And I know that sounds bad for me saying that, but Sonic Team has this nasty reputation of rushing their games out of the front door to just make money. And what, you mean... You mean uh... Sonic 06 wasn't a 
horrendous cash in. I'm shocked. <laughs> no, no, it's like they're trying to capitalize on Sonic's uh, 15-year um, anniversary, and like everything was just a giant cash in because they realized they were fucked halfway through the production. Because I don't know, maybe your lead programmer left the fucking company. I mean, no, come on, Tom. Sonic Tennis is the greatest tennis game of all time. Come on. <laughs> about Sonic Tennis. We no, 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 we don't talk about Sonic Tennis. But no, out of, seriously, out of Sonic's spin, spin-off games, they have been some good ones, I will say. Like um, Sonic um, All-Star Racing and Sonic All-Star Racing Transform. I will say those are really good. Those, those are generally good games uh, in the spin-off titles, to be honest. And again, I did, never really played the Mario Mario and Sonic and Olympic games, so I can't really say. Oh, those are those were awful. Don't don't play them. I played the first one. It was it was horrendously that's, bad. That's the only one I played. That's the thing. Ugh. Yeah, you know, just it, ha- it happened. But but yeah, on um, when it comes to this, like they showed off the trailer, show off uh, the new bad guys, the um. A bit more. They showed off new characters, which I like, and it just overall, I, I, I'm really liking this game because it because it does, it's doing something that not a lot of Sonic games have been doing for a while. Showing off the world, not filled with human characters. Yeah, and actually staying faithful to the show that it's based off of. Exactly. <laughs> I will say I found it funny when when you, the, the uh, final shot of the trailer is Metal Sonic and he's like Iron Man. He makes the Iron Man landing. Yeah, I noticed that, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, hi Iron Man. But yeah, it was make 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 me so funny about this is that when when people saw these designs and everything like that, they were like, when they saw Metal Sonic, Metal Sonic's pretty much the same. He has. Barely no character change apart from some slight detail updates. Same Metal Sonic. And they also, um, he wasn't showed off in the trailer. They announced my favorite character, and let's be honest, everyone's favorite character, Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, you mean that you might cunt that no one likes? Especially me. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't mind Shadow, but... I'm not the biggest fan of him um, for obvious reasons. I mean, come on, you know when I saw oh, that oh, picture. Yeah. When I, no, no, when I saw that picture, I'm like, I'm sold. Shadows in this, I'm sold. Best game ever, I'm sold. <laughs> you blind fanboy. <laughs> come on, Shadow, Shadow the Hedgehog is the greatest platformer of all time. There, I said. <laughs> you're dead. You're you're dead to me. You're really, you're officially dead to me. <laughs> yes, so yeah, the most recent story of Shadow the Hedgehog. I am your father. Oh no shit. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Shadow. Next time. <laughs> but he so did sound like Dr. Claw. Have you seen the Inspector Shadow video on YouTube? That's I fucking hilarious. See, yeah, I've seen it. I've yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why wasn't this the game? <laughs> I would have fucking played that if this was the game. <laughs> Again, I, I, I was speaking to a bunch of Sonic fans recently about this because they, at the moment, the time this recording, this this um, Sonicathon thing going on, raising money for charity, playing Sonic games, and 
they brought up a good point is that the Shadow game could have worked a lot better if you limited the character roster hugely. Probably with if you only had, I don't know, if you just had Robotnik, Team Dark, and then possibly Sonic. That's it. <laughs> That's all you needed in that game. And then you just bring in some new characters and then you bring in some new stuff and you just explore it and just get rid of the alien crap. Who needed that? That, that, game, that game had so much controversy, and then I was lucky. I was actually one of the I, well, I wouldn't say lucky, but I was one of the few people to actually get like a a copy of it on day one. And if you got a copy of it on day one, it was the uncensored one with the red blood and the yeah, and the fact that they showed Maria getting shot in that flashback. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. Parents went eight ship over that. Funny enough, it wasn't actually the shooting the Maria thing. It was more to do with the blood and also the character saying damn a lot. <laughs> Which made, blows my mind. Oh yeah, sure, if a little girl gets shot, that's fine. But no, we can't have our kids seeing blood and um, hearing the word damn. Because <laughs> yes, that game does exist. I played it. And you know, it was kind of shocking because it's like, wow, this is not the Sonic I remember. <laughs> yeah, they, were trying to, they were trying to GTA it. <laughs> what you mean the guns <laughs> the guns the missions the damn I'm the ultimate I'm the ultimate life form that's why I need a fucking gun <laughs> I, I, I will say that game did bring one saving grace to it and it was a line which everyone said now it's no funny enough two lines I was really take myself and that's that was where's that damn fourth chaos assembled and the second, find the computer room. And this was the first game to introduce us to the wonderful cast of four kids who would become infamous among the Sonic fan community for a good couple of years. Which everyone's still butthurt about. Oh, and now they want Jason Griffith back. Well, fuck you. It, 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 Jason Griffith back it, now. <laughs> it made me laugh because um, I will agree, they have one standing argument, the people who want Jason Griffith back now. And you know what? It was that. It was that. Oh, he got better. Which I will say, yeah, he got better over time. But how many games, how many years did it take him to finally get the role right? (laughs) Just saying. Or Shadow the Hedgehog, where he talks like this. I forgot he did Shadow the Hedgehog. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he also did Jack Hawk, didn't he? Oh, God, that was awful. (laughs) Well, Sonic. Well, Sonic Free Riders was, oh. and it's kind of funny because 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 the because Sonic Free Riders is the first game that they got the new cast in, so I feel sorry for them at the time. And on top, <laughs> this was their first job. To do yeah, I will say I will give Sonic credit for one thing though. When it comes to Free Riders, you want to know what that is? What it gave us one good Angry Joe review. <laughs> It's like, here you go, another party game. Haven't played it, but I'm sure it's better than Sonic Freeriders. <laughs> oh, Sonic Freeriders is awful. <laughs> I played, I played that in in, in a video game store. is 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 a sight to be witnessed by anyone who wants to play it. And what's funny is that there is a ripoff game of Sonic Freeriders as well. Like, and it's like, why it's... would you rip this off? <laughs> yeah. You like, quite, 
Like, what was it called? Marsupials or something? Ski yeah. marsupials or something? It was just awful. It was not. <laughs> like... It was not a good game. It was not a good game. But yeah, um, Sonic Boom. Um, I'm looking forward to it. The new trailer does show off a lot of things, and I'm surprised we haven't mentioned this again. Sonic dies. Again. <laughs> I'm really not shocked by this one little bit. <laughs> it's it obviously it's a fake out death, as per usual. But you know, I'm um, I'm looking forward to, again. I'm looking forward to the game, and I'm really looking forward for for the new TV show. But yeah, well, ha, but the one question that's still bothering my mind, uh, and I think we should talk about it: if this game does well, and I mean like literally does good, how do you think this is going to affect the main continuity of Sonic and? the main making of those games. Well, they're probably obviously going to push for more Sonic Boom stuff. They'll probably make a sequel to that it, it made, for the next-gen consoles. Well, originally, Sonic Boom wasn't meant to meant to be Western-exclusive. but Oh, don't get me started compl- on that shit. Well, they complained about it now, and they released it in Japan called Sonic Toon. Yeah, because, oh, we want it, we want that. And I'm like, can we just please have our own Western Sonic release, please? Because it's clear the Japanese don't know what to, what to fucking do with it anymore. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 getting, they're giving a bunch of, a brand new studio an opportunity to make this. And I'm just saying, I'm glad. I, I've been saying, I've been saying, I said this in previous podcasts, I've been saying this to you for a long, long time now. That Sonic needs needs to be reworked by someone else. And here's a sad thing: this is the closest thing we're going to get to an honest to god reboot of the series. And let's be honest, yeah. this series needs a reboot badly. Yeah, badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so here's your chance, uh, Sega, to start anew, give us a new franchise, and just go with it. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm I'm actually after seeing that trailer. I'll be honest with you. I'm actually wanna I want to save up money to buy a Wii U just to play this. Yeah. The only, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, and also in the trailer show they showed ancient crystals. Do you think these are going to be turn turn out to be the Chaos Emeralds? <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But I was so annoyed because you know GameStop in America, if you pre-order either the 3DS game or the Wii U game. You get a um, Sonic Boom action figure with the crystal. <laughs> what? No fucking DLC for this? <laughs> no, you you apparently get an exclusive GameStop um, action figure. And me personally, I'm not big into my action figures. But when I saw well, Sonic Boom, it, well, well, to be honest, it's probably made by Jazzwares, and Jazzwares is a fucking horrible company. Ah, uh, fair enough. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I think that's it for Sonic Boom um, news, so... Well, okay, we have to talk about this Sonic-related thing. What do you think of Shadow's new design? Um, I'm fine. I'm pretty much fine with it. All they've done is basically just just updated the gloves and the shoes. That's all I got. Guys, I remember, like, commissioning someone to draw a, a Shadow picture, and she said, I fucking hate the shoes, because they're hard to draw. <laughs> well, to be honest, the shoes still... Look pretty much the same. They just basically gave them a top. I, I really have nothing to say about this. The, the character design's the same. <laughs> it's literally the same. They just updated his shoes and gloves. 
<laughs> I'm shocked he did. He's he's what like I think he's like the only organic one that doesn't have like wristbands or wrap or whatever. Well, 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 well he, he does have belt buckles. <laughs> now you're now you're officially Dante. <laughs> yeah. No, no, seriously, look, he's got he's got belt buckles on them. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I'm just waiting for him to turn turn up with a red leather coat. <laughs> I don't. I want to see him wrap a one around his neck and choke himself, and he's like autoerotic. Ex- I, 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 I just want to see a fan art with this version of Shadow in a Dante coat, dual whistling pistols. Oh God! Well, I know what what to commission Michael next. <laughs> oh, there you go. Michael's so gonna hate me when he's like, "Can you draw Shadow dressed like this?" God damn it! <laughs> yeah. So that Sonic short short predicted the future. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Huh? I think you onto something. <laughs> but Eggman did not get fatter. I am disappointed by that. He actually got more. He, he's been lifting. I, 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 I wonder if him and Knuckles actually been going to the same gym. <laughs> well, I will say that. If there is no evil ham sidekick for Robotnik in the... No, no, no. Um... It's been confirmed. Um, Q-Bot and Allbot are turning up in Sonic Boom. <laughs> so he's getting them. Yes. He's getting them back. <laughs> That's one of the only few things I know they keep in continuity now. Or in, in all the continuities of all the Sonic mediums at the moment. God, I want him I want him to go back to being Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog robot. No! With him, no! <laughs> With him having a fortress and two robot sidekicks and stupid plans that don't work. Because <laughs> that's the only version of Robotnik I like. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> on to a... Well, uh, moving on, I think, and here's the bulk, that's what's going to take the bulk of this episode. I finally saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Hooray. We're going to have to talk about it, and I don't know how long this is going to take, but if you, again, spoilers, obviously, so if you haven't seen the movie, tough shit, because there's no way I'm going to talk about this without spoiling everything. So, yeah, Howard the Duck. I know we already talked about this, but again, Howard the Duck's in it at the end. Awesome. So we don't need, we just go back to the previous episode or whatever episode we talked about that in. But, um, yeah. You sort of had the same reaction that I had when I came out seeing this for the first time. Look, I I know I get this reputation around people saying I don't like anything, but I came out I I went into this with low expectations. I came out and I'm like, eh, it was okay. You're the sp- like it. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the spoonie of this podcast. Let's get that straight. <laughs> like, okay, here's the thing. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it as well. I'm just so mixed about it. I don't. I honestly don't know how I feel about it. it. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it's, it's, it's just one of those things that I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how I feel about this. Honestly. I. Like I. Well, this would mean it's like you went in to see it. You've been hearing all the hype. I can imagine. And everyone's yeah. like, "Oh my god, it's like the most awesome film ever." And you watch it, and you went. That's not bad, but what's the big deal? Yeah, I mean, I have problems with it. I think that 
I think that this movie puts George Lucas to shame because of the amount of CGI shit thrown at the screen. Because <laughs> God, was it not was... bother? It, I don't. I don't get people understanding when it comes to CGI. It didn't this? The CGI did not bother me one bit. I, I I felt like I was having a fucking seizure when the space really? ba- when the space battles were going on. Really? I because I, I watched I, it because I watched this in 3D. That's why. And it's just I was, having all that shit thrown I, at you in 3D. It's just ugh. in IMAX 3D or just regular 3D. Regular 3D. Oh, I watched it in 3D. I, I, again, you might it might be because you you wear glasses and stuff like that. Maybe that I don't know. Um, I'm just, just I'm guessing. Because that stuff just hurts my eyes, and I'm thinking to myself, ugh, it's just... I, and I don't like the idea of having an action sequence and it's like, what's, what do we do with an action sequence? Just throw in CGI stuff in, in the screen, and it's... I, ugh. Again, you may have a very different opinion on, on the whole CGI stuff, but you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah again, we, we, we can always go back to the days of when they dangle a plastic spaceship with two wires, and then we just throw in a bunch of powder bombs and see how it, that goes. But um, but yeah, I never I never never have any problem with the CGI in this. I thought the CGI was well well done in most parts. Um, I thought the acting was reasonably done. I thought I, I don't know. I, I I just thought it was just a very good solid film, which it does. It does not deserve the major hype it's gotten from some people. Now, if I, look, here's the thing: if you're rating this movie nine or a ten, or, or ten, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. I just. Because it's just, it's not... No, it's not. I, I don't... It's not a bad movie, but I just can't get behind it. I, I just cannot... I, keep... I I can't get behind it, I'm sorry. Well, the only thing is that I gave this film an 8 in my first initial thing, and I still stick by that rating for, for it. Um, I just feel that it's just... It's not all... I don't know, it, it just feels like something missing, but... It's solid. It's a very solid film. It, the humor's good. It's quirky. It made me care about a fucking raccoon. The bar bit. You know which bit I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. I but was like, I was like, you made me care about a fucking raccoon. How the fuck did that I, happen? I, 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 I liked that part, but the the thing is, like, they never continued to focus on that. I'm like, okay, well, where are you going to go with this? Well, again, they already announced a sequel. Maybe they're going to explore. Again, it's one of these films is that it's very different to the previous Marvel film. It feels like a... It, this is the thing I like about this film. It does not feel like a force-down-your-throat origin story. What, do you mean like Thor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's, let's go with that. Let's go. Oh, or, or, I'm sorry. As much as I love the first Captain America movie, I felt that movie was way too fucking long, and it just took forever for them to get to the skull. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that Captain America First Avenger just took too long. Um, but yeah, I just I I just think it's a very solid film. Acting all round was very good. Um, directing again, I'm not a huge fan of James Gunn, but I would say this is James Gunn's best film he's directed. To be honest, and also the biggest thing that shocked me about this, I don't know if this is the same with you, he got a performance out of Batista. How 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 does that happen? I I was shocked as I was shocked as well because I honestly I think he's like he was the best actor out of all of them to be quite honest because I liked him as much as I like Chris Pratt but Batista I was really shocked with yeah I'm like oh my god you you I it's, it's true what he said he said he did take acting classes when he got the role and I was watching him and I'm like 
my God, you're putting in a performance which is dramatic and funny. It's like... Because here's the brilliant thing about Drax's character, and this is like, if if anything this movie did positive, it's like it made me a fan of Drax, because they made him the straight man. Yeah. They made this big, bulking guy the straight man, and I'm like, okay, that's actually kind of clever. I think his best <laughs> line, I think his best line in it is, like, when we come in, he's like, he's giving a heroic, like, hurrah sort of thing. He's like, my God, you must be, like, the bravest man of all t- all our time. What do you went back for? Hands, hands him in the tape... Uh, um, the tape recorder. You're a moron. <laughs> it's like his <laughs> delivery. His delivery on that. I thought that's perfect. No, I think my favorite line from him was like when they're talking and he's like, "Aren't weren't you listening to me?" I'm sorry, I was thinking of something else. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like nothing flies over my head. My brain, my brain's the biggest muscle, or something like that. <laughs> Don't you dare call me a th- thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was brilliant. It's like it's metaphor. What? Yeah, you know you, something you say. Uh, do, do you agree with me? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to keep your knife. I like your knife, but that's my favorite <laughs> knife. <laughs> yeah, well, I think the one that really got a laugh out of me, and I'm I'm ashamed to be laughing at this, was when he does the the knife slitting thing, and he's like, "Why would I put my Why would I put my hand on his on his on his neck?" <laughs> And then the other one that made me laugh, uh, which again is the Bradley Cooper line, um, is when he when he's, he's really really stressed and basically like David Teaser's character Drax is just like um, he's like yeah I keep a family and then he's like boo boo hoo hoo we all have problems and Groot's like he's like don't you start and then and then he goes after he get really frustrated he said he said look what you're making me do you're making me be up cross and I don't know why that made me laugh. Just so you can see a raccoon kicking grass. Like, it's... Like, I like the character interactions like that, because I think those are the best scenes in the movie, but... Uh, Bradley Cooper did it. But a... then, it just... it just. You, you know what annoys me about the whole thing, Bradley Cooper being Rocket? What? Well, guess who's in the running for being uh, Rocket Raccoon, but he didn't get it? Who? David Tennant. Oh... When I heard that, I was gutted. I'm like, oh my god! It's like again, I'm not, I'm not dissing Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper did a fantastic job, but now when I heard that, I'm like, I want to hear, I want to hear David Tennant do Rocket Raccoon. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I I've heard rumors about this ever since, and and one of the people who were who was in the running was. Um... H. John Benjamin. Yeah. And for for those who don't know who that is, it's that's the guy who did the voice of Co- Coach McGurk on home home movies. And I can see that. And I'm like, God damn it, we could have gotten Archer as Rocket Raccoon. That would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, you know, honestly, like. Bradley Cooper was okay. I mean, like some when he's when he was really intense, he was really intense, and and I, you know, again, he gave a shit enough to do that. And yeah. but but at the same time, I wasn't like wowed by his performance because again, he's a he's not a voice actor, and it's clear that he's like struggling with some of his delivery. Yeah, I think the other thing which I did like about this film, we spent less than five minutes in the origin story. Yeah, because it just introduces the characters and it gets them together, yeah. and there you go. I can definitely understand why they changed the stuff from the original comics now, seeing that, because 
I think they just want to get get you straight into the action, which I like. And I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that okay, yeah, okay. Out of all of them, Star Lord gets the most you know development out of all of them. But I'm kind of happy that they did it in a way that was that stayed true to the original source, but didn't change too much to make it um, noticeable. Yeah, for anyone who read the source material. Yeah, because uh, in the original in the original comic, his father, you know, was a character, and then he came down. His mother and him fell in love, and she gets killed by aliens, and he, you know, he he gets abducted yeah. and uh, plans his revenge on them. And that I'm glad they didn't do that because that would have taken too fucking long if they if they made him into like a, I want revenge bullshit because they already had like a guy who wanted revenge on yeah uh, Drax. His family that, and that could and that wouldn't have worked and. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I'm glad that finally we get a live action movie where, where a character has a dead parent and and his and his parent didn't tur- and, his, and the death of his parent didn't turn him into an emo bitch. Oh yeah, I was I, I was I was happy for that. Oh Star Lord <laughs> when he came in and everything like that, it's like came really badass, and then he just put a t- um, tape deck player on it, just like him just dancing around and everything. Like that. And I thought, okay, this is perfect. I like this. Um, what do you thought of um, Zoe Sendes? The woman who played um, what's oh, her name? Zoe Saldana. She was probably the weakest out of all of them. Oh, she was probably the weakness, but I think she's still put in a good performance. I I heard because when they showed the first cut of this um, to critics and um, testers, apparently a lot of stuff between her and Star Lord were the things that got cut out of the film. And I'm kind of glad that yeah. is because I, I swear to God, if I have to sit through another fucking scene of them just talking and falling in love, I was gonna shoot myself. Because I like how they played it up though in in the bar sequence with with both of them talking to each other. Yeah, and and I'm glad that she's was probably one of the only ones like I'm not falling for your shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she, she's like yeah, I'm not putting any shit Starlo. I'm not I'm not gonna be have a belt on your notch. But yeah, again, Starlo had a very very good line with her. Where it's like, it's like she says something, she goes up into the cockpit, and then suddenly he's like, he say, if she said, oh, if only she can imagine. If I had a black light in it, it'd be like a Jack and Pollock painting, and then, and then Rocket's like, Quill, you have problems. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it has some really witty one-liners. Again, with this phase in particular, I would say with this phase, I would say apart from Captain America Winter Soldier, the villains, I don't know if this is with you, I feel that the villains have been weak. I fucking hate what, hated what they did with Ronan in this. I, I'm i sorry, but this is me sounding like a comic purist, but to me, like, I'm a huge Ronan the Accuser fan, and, and his origin I fucking hated in this movie. Because to me, he was... Because here's the thing, like, his original origin is like he was one of the highest ranking generals of the Kree army, and he was a huge guy. And he was so good at his job that he was given the title The Accuser because it was his job to go into planets that um, the Creed were going into war with and would accuse them of, of, of the crimes that they had committed against the Kree Empire. And I think that's, that's where his name come, comes from. And I know that that's kind of very hard for most audiences to take in because you have to introduce the Kree and all this yeah. stuff. But I fucking hated him being like this stupid one generic villain that that was in this movie i'm like he was like the god damn it the character the way they portrayed him he's this guy who came in 
that basically was exiled by his own people. He went against his own government, and he basically was a rogue. Which uh, kind of pissed me off, which is just a big fucking F you to anyone who gave a shit about I, the comics and this character. Again, I, I didn't mind the character. I just thought he was just unutilized. That's the thing. It's just like, he didn't have a presence. And when you put him... I, I don't know. His henchman was better than he was, to be honest. And even Thanos, even though he wasn't in the film hardly at all, but again, you need to introduce him. I think he had more of a presence than he did. <laughs> yeah, and all Thanos did was just sit on a chair. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Just, it's like, um, oh my god. Uh, again, I think Thanos was, again, um, moving on to Thanos, I think. Um, Thanos was done really, really well. I felt. I know he was in there a lot, but my god, he was done well. You you can't deny that. Thanos was done well. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, it's uh pretty, it was pretty much the comic book character. Yeah. <laughs> Spot on. And he had this presence and you knew he was threatening. It's like I knew I went with someone, two people who were not big comic book people, and they were like, Oh shit, he he, he looks bad. <laughs> I mean, when 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 the introduction scene like happened, I'm like, oh shit, this shit's gonna get real, but not not really, because it's just like he just, just had to be there. That's the thing. But yeah. I think he again he turned again the guy who played um, Thanos. Um, oh god, I'm 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 forgetting the guy who played him now. He was wasn't he a CG character? Or was no, no, it no, like no, a, a suit? A, it was a suit sort of deal with um, dotting stuff around the guy who did him. Oh, okay. So they're they, it's. I think it's the same guy who did him in Avengers, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, it's the new. It's it's the new guy. Oh, okay. Because I know Josh. Because because I know Josh Brolin did the voice. So yeah, but the only thing they did with Josh Rollins was um, got his voice and uh, mapped his face like, like with the dots and stuff like that. Oh, so, so it was just it was just motion capture in the face then. Yeah, motion capture and the vo- voiceover lines for him. But again, I I still think it's pretty cool that he did that for this and everything like that. It, so now keep in mind when he did that grin, that was him. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I again I think Thanos done well. And um, one thing that was quite weird about is um, I'm going to butcher this guy's name now. Um, Bendra de Toro. Uh, oh, was he just playing himself? I'm sorry, but when that when that when that scene ha- when that no no when that scene happened, I was unintentionally laughing because he was just wasted. Oh yeah, he was drunk. He was drunk off his ass. Oh, again, I think I said this to you already. I think he was like, I think he was completely drunk when he was doing that after credit sequence when he's drinking out that glass. I reckon that was real alcohol. Cause you like, cause you look at his, cause I, I can't really describe this, but like, but but like, but like, if you've like seen the 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 movie, he comes in and he's like, oh, you know, uh, clean this, and 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 he, and and when he meets like, uh, well, I I, I know he's supposed to be flamboyant. That's that's the whole thing with the outfit and whatnot. But still, like. Yeah. Again, nice. his was done well. His set was done well. Again, I love the references in, in his um, in his um, I don't know what you call it, like collection room. 
Yeah. He's getting sort of, sort of Dark Elves. We saw some stuff from Earth, from Hydra, I noticed. Um, there was, you see a, you see a Chitauri... You see a Jatari soldier sitting yeah. in, in one of the booths. Yeah. Also, you see the giant cocoon of that one character. I can't remember what his name is. The guy that fight Thanos in the comics. I cannot remember the guy's name, but you saw the giant <laughs> cocoon he comes out of. And then you had the after credit sequel with Howard the Duck. And also the uh, dog. The dog um, from the Inhumans. Yeah, they're, they're, that's, I think that, that's them... Hinting at an, an, an Inhumans movie, which... Yeah. Eh. Again, if you can't do X-Men, Inhumans are probably the next best option, to be honest. Although I don't know how they're going to find an actor for Black Bolt, because Black Bolt doesn't speak. Um, have you heard that apparently Vin Diesel hinted at he might be doing it? <laughs> I'd be honest, I wouldn't mind that. But he can't do both characters, he's already Groot. Yeah, but I know, but he, he does a voice. We haven't seen him physically, and he's not going to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in mind. So we're probably going to end up seeing Bradley Cooper as a character sometime in the future as well. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> but again, you can get away with Vin Diesel, guy, a guy who just says, I'm Groot, who talks, and the character oh. doesn't speak at all. Now that we're mentioning like uh, Inhumans, because uh, they have a bad guy in that, in 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 one of them, the guy with the beard and and the scruffy hair. I don't remember his name. I know I can't remember what you're talking about, but I know which one you're talking about. I want to see Bradley Cooper play that guy. I can see that. That that would be perfect. <laughs> I can see that. Just just give him a beard, be sorted. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I mentioned that. But yeah, he's the guy. Because he's the guy who's like, you know, we don't want to go up to the surface, and you know, he manipulates Black Bolt, and it, they're just dumb characters, to be quite honest. Again, I don't mind the Inhumans if they're done right, and apparently, Cause, 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 like they're they're pushing hard for Inhumans. Yeah. Like I know Medusa's like being a big a big character in the comics right now, yeah. but still, what is what I mean? The human they don't mean it's like. Marvel's, you, you can tell, if you read the Marvel comics, you know, you have a slight idea, you know where they're going, who, they're basically, this is what they're doing, in the comics, they're testing the waters with characters, trying to give them some spotlight, see how people react to them, and then they take them into the movie stage, and everything like that, so I know um, James Gunn, he's already said two, two products he's, he has interests in doing, he said he, either Punisher, or Inhumans. No, I don't want to see another Punisher movie. I'm well, sorry that that movie, because I'm sorry. Like, if we're going to see a Netflix of it, you know, a net Netflix fine, but another Punisher movie, no. I, they've they've uh, Test, they've uh, they've, te- they've tested. Yeah. They've done so many Punisher movies. I'm tired of them. Uh, put him on Netflix because I'm. Ugh. Put him on Netflix or have him turn up in Agent of Shield in one episode and then have him go into his own Netflix show. That, that, that's how I would do it personally. Also, Marvel, get your heads out of your asses and introduce Daredevil already. I'm tired of like <laughs> you introducing everyone else, but not Daredevil. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I overall enjoyed the film. I think it's got some really good moments. Um, I really have nothing else to say about it. Again, Vin Diesel was group did did a good job and group. Uh, the plant plot tree was good. Um, also, I like the fact that the characters actually got into their proper, well, kind of got in their proper colours towards the end of the film with Drax and Rocket, at least. Were... Yeah, I guess, I guess, like, they, it was nice seeing them actually get, like, matching outfits at the end. Yeah. As, as a, 
as an homage to the 2008 series. Yeah. I, I, again, I'm I'm happy with the film. I'll give it a solid eight. I I think it's okay. I mean, it's not it's nothing to write home about, and I I do have my problems with it. I mean, what was it? Oh, God, I think my biggest problem is Nebula. She was oh, well, she, she was, was she was yeah. Her Scottish accent came out a lot. She was awful. I'm sorry. I I, I didn't mind. Per se, I just I just noticed a Scottish accent came out, and again, she had a very weird moment when I don't even describe it, but um, with Roman basically trying to merge the stone with his hammer, and you know they merged the stone, and um, she looked like she, I don't know if James Gunn told her this, like act like you're getting turned on by this. I, I don't, and what was it? I would give a credit to um, her, her does look great in the costume, though. <laughs> I, I just know well, well, I'm already, I was already turned on by her because she was, like, bald, and, you know, I can't have a thing for bald women. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything about that, but anyway. No, I just felt like her character was supposed to be a badass, but all she did was, like, fight Gam- Gamora at the end of it, and that was it. Like, that's the only thing that she did, and... Yeah, <laughs> I think that was misuse of the character, but I think she didn't do a bad job. Yeah, I thought she was probably the weakest out of all of them, to be quite honest. Oh yeah, she probably was, but I I, I enjoyed her. I, well, no, no, she was she wasn't the weakest. What was it? That uh, guy who meets up with Star Lord at the beginning was the weakest. Oh, you mean the guy James Gunn that casts everyone? Oh no, no, the black. I oh, know he's yeah, the black guy. Yeah, yeah. Who's like who? <laughs> oh him. He was hard like, to get. Oh, I completely forgot he was in the film halfway through. Yeah, <laughs> that one of the lines that made me unintentionally laugh was when he he was like, "You see Ronan betraying Thanos to his face," and he's like, "You can't do this. Thanos is the most powerful being in the universe." And I'm like, "Um, he's already doing this, so you telling him this isn't gonna change shit." Yeah, he he sort of is doing it, and it's happening. So you know, you're gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> Oh god, I, I want to see a meme of Rome with the rain rainus now, or the one in the Guardians wearing those sunglasses saying, deal with it. <laughs> but yeah, I really had nothing else to say about Guardians. I, I will say that John C. Riley was kind of a disappointment. He wasn't used that much. I I yeah. kind of wish that he was used a lot more. Oh yeah, I can see that, yeah. But, you, you know... It, again, it's set in seeds. Again, we're focusing on the Guardians and this, but it was set. It set a lot of this. I I said this about Captain America with this one. It's introduced us to characters and their development very well, like Winter Soldier did. But like Winter Soldier with this film, expanded the world around it. Like it's basically Marvel. Pretty much can say they can do. Cosmic stuff now. I'm just kind of happy that we're like getting more sci-fi stuff because it's like I I, 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 feel, I feel I feel like this genre has just been die has yeah. been dead for like a couple of years now, and I'm hoping that this movie uh, re 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 reintroduces interest in sci-fi because I'm I miss the old sci-fi genre because I, I do you think um. Do you think that this film is going to have put more pressure on um, J.J. Abrams to get a good Star Wars film out now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the big debate that's been going around with movie people and people who are into this stuff. 
a lot with, and even people would, because again, this does prove to Disney that a sci-fi film can be made by their company, per se. Yeah, but it's but like, now, but with but with Guardians, like it's a smaller property, and they have more they have more freedom to um, work with that, I but. Know. With Star Wars, oh god, Star Wars is just a horrible, horrible monster of a franchise. Well, again, that's going to put a lot of pressure on James Gunn, um, uh, the, on J.J. Abrams now, to get a good oh, Star and, Wars and film spe- out. And speaking of Star Wars, um, have you seen the new designs for the trooper helmets? Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them. I, I, I'm not fussed by them. I, again, really I like them. I, oh, I really like them. <laughs> the two I've seen is the jungle one and the regular one. I like them. I really do because I think, oh, wow, that's a really good update for the troopers. It's modern but still stays true, to, stay, stays true to the to the character. I like them. And and I think the trooper costume is like the most cosplayed costume out of, all, every, of, out of every media, I would say. Oh. So, you know, probably going to see more of those and... Uh, yeah, so that that's pretty much it. Yeah, I thought the Guardians was decent. Tom liked it more than me, and that's pretty much it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye bye.